0: Welcome to Hello Easton PA. I'm your host, Mark Nutting. I'm the owner of Jiva Fitness, an author, business consultant, former actor, dancer, martial artist, superhero, musician, and I love to connect with others. This podcast is a way for me to share the stories of the people I meet in my adopted hometown of Easton, Pennsylvania. Hi, this is Mark Nutting, and I'm here with Bill Sneeringer from the State Cafe and Grill. Hey, Bill. Hello, Mark.
1: How are you doing i'm doing great man it's
0: good, good to see you good so uh you've been in business for a while and uh tell me tell me first what people could expect from this state cafe and grill
1: well um we have a pretty interesting menu um it's, it's breakfast and lunch but we do uh you know some some odd, odd or not different things that are a little bit um that kind of make the uh, breakfast options a little more expansive in in ways okay give me give me an example of odd Uh, um (laughs) well i think one of the um i guess one of the best things we do is is the the uh breakfast stir fries it's a good way to uh, yeah it's it's a good way to um get all your vegetables early in the day along (laughs) with some protein and it's a good way to start the day um cool yeah and then uh our pancakes are we're known for our pancakes Nice thick buttermilk pancakes, and um, you do them one at a time, or you do a small one and a large one, as opposed to stacks of pancakes in right. other, other places. Yeah. And and uh, people, sometimes people are like, "Oh, give me two of them," and then if they see two come out, they're like, "Oh, I didn't want a whole cake." Yeah. Um, but uh, they are uh, pretty filling, and and uh, we do a special pancake of the day. Every month, month and a half or so.
0: Well, you have, you do have the T-shirt, Pancake Messiah. Yeah. <laughs> so we are pretty I well known for the pancakes. Pancakes. Pancakes yeah. are a big deal, yeah. Um, and in fact, my, I think it was my uh, younger son uh, was very fond of your
1: Rubens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one, too. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Breakfast Rubens. So how, how long have have you been open
1: there? We've been, we're coming up on nine years right now. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, it's been an interesting journey. Right. We had uh, we were just closed for about ten months because of a fire on the roof, right. um, and that was that was an interesting journey in itself. Just learning about uh, insurance and
0: uh, yeah, the and, things uh, we always want to know, and, right?
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, and reconstruction and all that. Right. But uh, it's been yeah, uh, you know, we've had a few tests over the years, but but it's been it's overall it's been great. We have a awesome clientele. Very supportive community that yeah. we're in and uh, that we live in, and uh uh people were real excited for us to get back and just knowing that people um, were behind us was was really um, incentive in itself to just you know keep yeah. going as opposed to uh, you know, just dropping it and trying something else <laughs> right
0: yeah you you have been in the business though for a long
1: time restaurant business yeah yeah I've been uh, I started working in restaurants uh, in back in 1991 I I believe Um, but even before that you know just growing up in a big family was you know we learned a lot like a a restaurant yeah pretty much You know, set the table (laughs) kind (laughs) of right you're doing a party at 10 Uh, but it's it's been uh, but I started in 91 I guess as a barback yeah. down outside of dc um and then got into bartending and it was so
0: we're segueing into your personal life here too so uh i'm we'll come back to more of the business stuff
1: uh but since we're we're going back where are you originally from i'm from central P- south central pa okay uh, hanover pennsylvania near gettysburg yeah so that's about two and a half hours from here so you made a journey down D.C. way. How, how did you I I lived outside of D.C. I lived in College Park, Maryland, right inside mm-hmm. of the Beltway, yeah. um, around you know D.C. area. Yeah, I lived down there for a few years with uh, some buddies of mine, and uh, right off of the campus of University of Maryland. Mm-hmm. I did not attend, but I um, worked in that area for a few years. Yeah, and uh, that was a lot of fun, and uh, but it was also. Also very uh, fast-paced, and um, I was pretty young, so I wanted to do other things. So yeah. from there, I I moved. Uh, I moved around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up in Montana for a few few months with some friends there, and then down in New Orleans for a little over a half a year, um, living across the river in Gretna, but basically. Spending most of my time in New Orleans, so, uh, for and a this is while. just
0: your youth. Try, let me, let me try this. Basically, let me try that. Yeah,
1: basically. Yeah. yeah, my brother was stationed there in the Navy, so um, I said, "Hey, instead of living on in the barracks, let's oh let's okay. get an apartment." So family was down there too, though. Yeah, yeah. Br- just my brother and I uh, shared an apartment there while we, while we were down there. Yeah, and then uh, so this is basically just being young and being able to do this mm-hmm. kind of thing. So oh yes, those days. Yeah, I remember them. And then I moved back to Hanover after yeah. that, and I was there for, I think, another t- ten years before I moved up to Easton.
0: So what brought you to Easton?
1: I wanted to get closer to New York and Philly, okay, to yeah. uh, try to get into comedy and acting and stuff. And um, I don't know that I knew that about you. I yeah, I'm not sure if we ever spoke about that. Yeah. Um, but it was—I uh, made somewhat of an effort, but I ended up stand-up. I did a little bit of um, stand up but not never got paid for it basically you know open mic until you know until I got to the point where I was just like, um, well I bought a house I better work <laughs> I better, <laughs> I better, better do, do something that brings some money honey. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I' better take the i better opt for the choice of um, um, the steady money but uh it it's been fun i did took some um improv classes and uh did you know x amount of few times with the open mic mm-hmm. and open mic comedy and stuff, but it um uh, and then trying out for some bit parts and stuff not bit parts but um extras of sure. the extras yeah. and stuff to yeah. try to feel it out a little bit and yeah. it just ended up being where I kind of i didn't lose interest in it, but I just kind of figured uh well it's I've,
0: tough it's tough to get to, i mean i been did that gig too you know in new York it's, and it's
1: it's incredibly competitive and
0: yeah and and you know with the the little amount of work you do get it's you know it's uh it's not inspiring right yeah you know (laughs) yeah uh, fun to do when you get something you can work at but yeah those are few and far between
1: right my hats off to anybody who's who's stuck with it and ended up yeah making a career out of it so
0: at what point did you transition into okay now what i want to do is I mean, um, what was the next step for you?
1: Well basically I guess um I bought a house so I, was, I, guess I had to <laughs> yeah, commit. <laughs> um I mean I and, I and when you bought the house it's, it's here in Easton Here or? in Easton. Okay, yeah. 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 Um I mean uh, even before that though I was managing bars that I worked in and um learning a good deal about the um uh, microbrew industry mm-hmm. you know from like the 95 96 is when I started to work for a place back in Hanover that had uh, well, it was one of those first kind of multi tap bars, right? Um, yeah, mid 90s. Like 30, we had 39 taps and about 600 650 bottles to choose from. So it was one of those back then that was really uh, kind of stood out, sure. Um, I mean, it, it's become very trendy, but that, that's only in recent times, right? So it's been um, and there were. Quite a few back then, too, but mostly in the cities and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it was, uh, it was you know, it had my interest because I loved beer. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and, well, uh, that, that grabs your interest. Yeah. And, um, uh,
0: okay, and, so uh, doing that, and
1: then what about the food industry, really getting into that as opposed to just, you know, the bar? Um, well, that kind of transition happened closer to, uh, I guess, 2014 mm-hmm. when uh, I – I um, opened up the State Cafe and Grill with my uh, ex-wife at yeah. the time, and uh, we made a go of it. And uh, that was
0: uh, that was not here though, was it? Where, where's where, didn't you have a restaurant in she,
1: Allentown or something? She had a restaurant in Bethlehem that oh, in Bethlehem. was very successful. Yeah. And uh, she, this is actually, I have to give her credit for the menu at this place. Yeah. Um, she's she really had a a great thing going in bethlehem and uh so she was like let's let's do this in easton too and uh and we uh people were very excited so we we got it got it up and running yeah uh the uh uh, marriage didn't work out but i have all the respect in the world for her and and this menu is i still give her credit for Mm -hmm. uh, having put this together because this is what people keep coming back for sure i um, mean you
0: know that's it's one of the places to have your breakfast these days it's you know, it's really great everybody you know if, if you look on facebook and somebody says where's a great place for breakfast and and you're always at the top of the list yeah you
1: know so that's super i mean it, i'm yeah I'm super excited about that and yeah. just it's so nice to have such a good uh, um uh have the acceptance of so many people mm-hmm. and um uh, and get these you know, great reviews from people and just to hear people coming through town, just, you know, first time there and just, Oh, this is great. And that's, you know, when, when I travel, uh, when Corinne and I travel, we, we love breakfast places in particular. Yeah. So to fight, you know, Do you, do like you to, go and you just go like, that's not as good as ours. No, we don't, we don't. <laughs> it's never like that. We, yeah. you know, um, it's, uh, We'll find some really nice places, and and uh, it's just the, that time of the day, I guess, for us. And dinner, there's the competition for dinner. Uh, we, was, that con-
0: was that a conscious choice for you guys? Just going, look, we're not going to do dinner because there is that competition, and we just want to focus on this right now.
1: Not, not really. I mean, yeah. um, because did, the, did you ever consider dinner? We had, yeah, actually. Uh, Tabitha had a a really good thing going with the breakfast and lunch and um, in when you're in restaurant if it's if you can separate the day you know you can be open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner Yeah. if you you know if you want to um, <laughs> burn out quick <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, and right. a lot of people still that's do that compared, yeah. a lot of people do that at, you know sure. on a regular basis I mean, that's, a lot of diners that's a lot of hours yeah, a lot know. of diners are open you know some of them are 24 hours but it's like you know, to staff something like that is, uh, is pretty yeah. uh, crazy, especially in these times. Yeah. Um, even when we started in 2014, it was, it's been hard to, you know, keep people. Yeah. Uh, but then once COVID came, it was like, right, man. And everybody closed. Harder
0: and harder to get. And you, your fi- that fire took place
1: just after you reopened, didn't it? After COVID? Or was well, it a little we, bit? we, no, we had been open for, uh, we were closed for 10 weeks during COVID and yeah. then we gradually you know opened to the point where we had um a full we were back to full service in the restaurant. Oh yeah. I mean we event we got back to we weren't back to pre-covid as far as the amount of tables that we had in the sure. restaurant. Yeah. Um so we had been going though with with what uh, the amount of tables that we were using right. at the max point. Yeah. yeah. And um we actually had <clears throat> more tables for a while because the city put the blocks out for all the restaurants, oh, right? And had all the al fresco dining mm-hmm. and such. And it was, that really worked great for us because that, we it, had,
0: that was an amazing thing f- too, for oh, the, was the awesome. city. I mean,
1: I think it saved restaurants. <laughs> it did. And I, I think, um, the restaurants owners and stuff were, I think on the, for the most part, were pretty appreciative of, of being able to, Hey, oh. I have these spots in front of my restaurant mm-hmm. where I can put tables outside Yeah, and yeah. people feel safer and all that. And, um, So it worked out well, and uh, we were about, we were getting ready to do that last year, right when the fire happened. Yeah. They would have came three, or they would have came the following week to put the blocks out. Um, Mm. So, uh, but, and then this year, I'm not even sure what's going on. I don't, I don't know know that they were offering it this year year because of all the construction downtown and could be that and stuff. Um, Yeah, I don't know the what's and why's of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. you know hard time staffing going back to that question uh as, as i guess all restaurants and, and a lot of businesses in general are having difficulty finding you know people uh, to hire the uh, you have some stories with your employees
1: so yeah tell yeah. me tell me about your employees and and your crew well we i i've been fortunate to have um uh, a, a lot of the people for as as long as i have had them um Bill Poplowski has and Corrine Feliciano have been with us since we opened. Yeah. And just to ha- just to have people here for 9 years is incredible Tremendous in itself. Care. Um and um Corinne, my girlfriend, is is uh taking care of things um on the front of the house and Bill's doing, you know, most of the back of the house. Yeah. Yeah. And uh he does a great job and she does a great job, so I can I can uh, I'm finally having time where I can take a little bit of time off yeah. for things if I need yeah. to and um, almost a decade later who I can take a little, yeah. <laughs> a little time yeah. off yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, but we um I'm very fortunate and and the rest of the staff is just awesome we yeah. uh, it's um one of the biggest things with people when people come in one of our biggest compliments as far as reviews go is you know how friendly the staff is and right. it's it's very yeah. important to come in there and you know forget whatever problems you have off outside of there just come in and make people feel comfortable while they're while they're enjoying their meal. Yeah, um yeah, I think that's a big a big part of what keeps people bringing back or it b- keeps bringing people back. Also. Sure.
0: Do you think you're you're back up to uh pre-covid levels of of business?
1: Um numbers wise, yes. Yeah. Um but it's hard to tell too because we um have um have had to, you know, bump the prices up a mm-hmm. good a good bit. Well, um, the cost of everything has gone up. Cost of everything's gone up so much, and and uh, payroll has gone up. Um yeah. So it's it's interesting. Um, there's I feel like we've uh, we're back we're back and good. doing better than we were were before. Yeah. Um, we're open one day less a week now. We're open five days a week as opposed to six. And that's a staffing or. That was, um, just a, a decision sanity. It was thing. a sanity decision. Yeah, I think, yeah. cause you know, <laughs> I was like we could keep doing this and taking that one day off where it's basically you sleep all day uh, and don't have any time to do anything. Or we could take two days and then actually have a lot. Everybody could have, you know, a, a little bit, bit of a life. break. And, yeah. And <laughs> right. a little bit of, you know, time to do something if you need yeah. to. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so it's been, that's been good for, I think, mental health overall. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's, what do we do for a living? You just work all the time. It's like if you can't relax a little bit, you yeah. know, things Life's snowball. short, yeah. and, you know,
0: we are not yeah. the society who makes the most of that, you know, or makes the most of our time. We, we're just driven to work more. Right. Know? And uh, it's important to get the time off. Absolutely. Uh, the, uh, you, were, you were talking about the, the support of the community, and I, I think that, you know, that's a, that's a two-way street, too you know the community supports you but you were there for the community and you're you know you've done things in the community you've been part of the community and I think that's a a key for any business really is not to be you know yes I'm over here and and keeping to myself but you've been out in the community you know right along
1: yeah um you know when I when I can um I think early on I was a little more um aggressively trying to do more stuff with downtown and yeah. And uh the community and stuff. And I still try to do that as much as possible. Um but the community Easton lends itself to that too. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, we're doing this, you know, no yeah. pressure. If you want to come and join us, that's great. Um yeah. Easton's so great as far as uh having that sense of community. Yeah. And yeah. they'll help you out if you need help and, and uh I mean the downtown's very easy to work for. Work with, yeah, and uh, the Main Street Initiative was just mm-hmm. has done so much in the time that I've in the time that we've opened. It's just everything that the Main Street Initiative has had their hands in has been just so good for yeah. building Easton.
0: Yeah,
1: and it's really I really appreciate all the stuff that they've done for us and and the GEDP and it, just the city of Easton itself. I I can't say enough sure. good about it. And everybody's going to say, oh, you know, there, there'll be those people that just complain well, about everything. Yeah. And those, but, those people,
0: will, you know, whether things were, you know, at, at the height, you know, of, of everything is good, they'd still complain. Right. You know, yeah. but, you know, and I've been here now since 2015. Okay. And uh, have seen all the changes that have taken place. And it really, it's a booming community. Absolutely. And, you know, the, the again, one of the things that's so attractive about Easton is that support. And I've mentioned this in other podcasts that, you know, the support of the arts, the support of, you know, whether, I mean, the music, uh, it's a, it's a real, it's become a real foodie town, right? You know, so all of that's going on and, uh, it's great. It's, it has been a real Renaissance. Yeah. Um, let's, let's take, I have these, this calendar sitting in front of me and I want to jump on this, you know, I'm making a shift from the restaurant back to you. Uh, so what, what up with these calendars? Well, these Mm -hmm.
1: were, uh, kind of a combination idea between um a good friend of mine dave harris and um myself we uh you know back just in, in high school and out of high school we just did a lot of goofing around and stuff and i guess part of growing up in a big family for me was you know competing for attention i guess yeah, so uh, how many are your family i'm from a family of 10 10 right so i know we've had this conversation because i have eight in my family right eight, yeah eight kids yeah Yeah. so you know how it is yeah you know it's like uh kind of competing for you know laughs and stuff like that and that was always my where i had fun is just trying to make people laugh yeah and uh so i'd make faces when we were out drinking or something like that and my buddy's a photographer he got some pictures of me making faces he's like man you could you could make a calendar with those things so we just started thinking about it and and we put one together yeah and uh we called it. Uh, we titled it. One of these days, your face is going to stay like that. Right. Signed, Bill's mom. <laughs> right. Yeah. And oh, that, yeah. In fact, yeah, let's that's, say that's like that. So we did, and I was uh, managing a bar back in Hanover at that point, and um, I said, "Well, let's let's do a little uh, promotion. We'll sell these and and um, donate the money to local yeah. charities." So we started we did one in ninety six and one in nineteen ninety nine. And then for the two thousand one we changed the name to two thousand one a face oddity. Um but I sold them over the bar at uh Klinger's Tavern back in Hanover. And um basically just, you know, to raise money for local charities. Sure. Um and, it and went, fun and fun to do. Yeah, know? and it was really fun to do though. I mean the whole message for the whole thing was just like, Hey, don't take yourself so seriously right it's just it's this is just fun you know make you got to make people make faces all the time yeah oh yeah (laughs) in situations and and to make a little kid laugh or to you know get a point get your point across somehow but it's basically a real light kind of don't take things so seriously in life
0: yeah the the um so you did uh, 99 2000 2001 When, when was the last one Two thousand one was the just one? the three, yeah.
1: 90, 96, 99 and two thousand one. Oh, okay. Were the three years that I did
0: Yeah. It. So, in in sort of bringing this up, is that th- there may be potential for another one? Um, probably not. <laughs>
1: okay. As the as the saying says, one of these days your face is going to stay like You're that. Getting getting a little afraid of that. <laughs> I'm afraid it's going to
0: cramp. Yeah, right. And then I I it's
1: know. done. Yeah. Um, but they're uh, older and
0: cramping happens more frequently. And, well, the whole yeah.
1: reason for me bringing this up was so I could get rid of two more of these at oh, my Oh, is closet. that yeah, <laughs> okay?
0: Can <laughs> I, I, I find somebody to palm these off on?
1: Yeah, I want to give a couple of these to Mark during this interview. Uh, yeah, if there's yeah. two more, two, two less that I have in my closet. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're <It's> gonna stash. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, what would you? What else would you like the audience to know about um, your restaurant and or or you? You know, what, um, have we missed something that you think it is interesting?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean,
0: besides the fact your your breakfast has its own oddities in it.
1: Yeah, I mean, we we um, we're just excited to keep going and um, and building from here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know, like I said, we're lucky to be in Easton and and uh, with such a such a supportive community. Um, but we um, we just want to you know, keep on moving forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some other th- There's some things coming down the, the pike that I'd rather not speak about right now, but sure. stay tuned. Oh um, yeah. But there's, uh, I like secrets. Yeah, yeah. Secrets. Yeah. It's always good to, uh, just look forward and keep yep. moving forward. And right now we're, we're doing well and, uh, I'm happy to be part of the downtown scene.
0: Yeah. Well, Bill, I, I am so happy for you and congratulations, uh, Good to be back. Good to have you back. Thank you very much. And uh, thank you for being That's here. Great. And thanks thank for you. awesome. spending your time with me. Thank you very much, Mark. Okay, I, I really is-
1: appreciate the uh, opportunity to uh, to battle about myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is Bill Sneeringer at the State Cafe and Grill. Thanks for listening to Hello Easton PA. This is Mark Nutting, hoping that you'll stop by again to find out more about your fellow Eastonians. Have a great day. Right. Um, yeah. So.